Hello again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the AJ Roberts Show. Today we have another fantastic guest from over the pond, Mr. Derek Johnson, veteran of the United States Army Cavalry Regiments. Uh, I was delighted to have Derek on the show. I've been a big fan of uh, all his content he's been putting out, uh, seeing his fantastic Facebook videos and um, all his uh, insights basically to what's going on. And uh, Derek in particular has been paying a lot of attention to what goes on in American airspace, especially to do with military avi aviation. And it's been fascinating watching his Telegram channel and and what's going on. And uh, just before we hit record, uh, we were just talking about um, the, the flights, the, the Gitmo or the Guantanamo flights that he's been uh, keeping a close eye on. So we'll talk more about that as well. But um, before we get into it, Derek, welcome to the show, my man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Um, so just before we start, mate, well, just give a bit of a back brief about yourself, sort of a bit about your background and how you ended up like in the position you are now. And, um, you know, you, you've been around the United States doing a lot of talks and stuff like that. But like, where did it all kind of start for you? Yeah, well, I, uh, I've always been a connoisseur of history. Um, I've always been someone who was fascinated with old graveyards in the south, uh, south or southern region of the United States, uh, have a lot of Civil War history and things of that nature. And. I uh, grew up, you know, people ask me, how did I retain all this information and how do I rattle it off the top of my head? But um, it's been a it's been a long journey for me. You know, I didn't just start doing this, but um, but I've always been fascinated with history. And and then I never uh, I joined the military late. I didn't join it. Well, most people in the U.S. over here, they kind of go in at 18 because they don't you know, want to go to college or go straight to work so they'll say i joined the military but i didn't do that i actually uh, went to college um got out i uh, got me graduated and actually had a a real job as they say you know and did that for a little while and i uh, was in nashville tennessee which is where i'm located now but um i was in nashville doing some stuff in the country music business on the business side of things and and just got tired of it for a little while got tired of a lot of politics and I wanted to do something for myself, so I joined the Army, uh, joined as a 14 Sierra Air Missile Defense, um, and, you know, we're just, uh, the the main gist is we was talking pre-recorded that, that that MOS is really, uh, it's like a strategic MOS. It's, just, it's, it's like we don't have our own identity. We do and we don't. We get attached to all kinds of different units. Uh, but we're actually, uh, we, we're experts on enemy and friendly aircraft. Um, and then you also learn their, their uh, missile capabilities uh, and also other missiles. Um, as, as I learned how to say missiles from my buddy from the UK uh, on this tour I was on. Uh, but anyway, uh, so and then um, I, I got out of the Army and moved back to Nashville um, shortly after that and had some uh, success in country music as an artist and songwriter on the Billboard level and um, so I was doing that, kind of just cruising a little bit, doing a lot of songwriting, more songwriting. And uh, but I'm, I've always been a, like I said, I've always known the Constitution. I've always known our foundation, our history, our military foundation. And um, as we witnessed, the world has witnessed the decline of the U.S. Um, and all the politics, the career politicians, and uh, you know, this it is what they say, and I hate to say it. I'm not one of those Americans that say this in kind of some kind of hoity-toity fashion. But uh, when the when the United States is not up, the rest of the world isn't either. Um, and so, 
you know, I started seeing that decline. And I started getting more and more bitter because 75% uh, of America population cannot name the three branches of government. Um, so how are they going to know our Constitution? Um, uh, that also shows 70% of Americans don't know anything about the Constitution, uh, period. Um, so, you know, watching that decline um, and knowing the, the reason why you and I, people like you and I, go join our forces to serve um, and uh, serve our country, but also uh, what, what we're serving is a greater good for humanity all around the world. It's not just our country. Um, so watching that decline, I got more and more bitter. And um, I, I didn't know this was going to happen, but on August 24th, I, I uh, had a buddy of mine. He uh, had been reading these documents I put together that, that are about five or 600 pages, which they're not everything. I mean, you know, I was like, you know, people aren't going to read that more than likely. Um, so I tried to put as much as I could in there, but not put everything. Uh, that way you could leave people hanging for questions a little bit and engage in conversation. Um, and I had a buddy of mine, he'd been reading those documents and he kind of got a little confident. He felt like he could go repeat it to some of his buddies and, um, and it backfired on him. He was like, dude, I can't, I can't say this stuff as fast as you can. I can't rattle it off. And it backfired on him. He's like, I think my buddies think I'm crazy and I don't think they're going to come to church now. He's a preacher. And so I uh, said, so, well, give me five minutes. Um, I don't have any storage space on my phone. My iPhone is full. Um, I can't send you a text. I can't send you an email with a video that long. So I said, I'll go live on Facebook. And uh, I said, people, it's in the middle of the day. People won't watch, you know. Uh, they'll think I'm crazy if they do. And uh, so, you know, I said, give me five minutes. I'll go up the road and get some phone service. And uh, that was August 24th. I went live on Facebook and that video went viral, globally viral. And, um, and then I did a video that night, a little bit longer. It was uh, three hours long and I got over 200,000 views on it before Facebook completely deleted my profile yeah. um, and a 17 year old profile. So I know why they did it. Um, <laughs> and so the rest is history. I mean, I've just been uh, doing a lot of shows and podcasts and I did have another Facebook ready to roll just in case I did that. Um, and they haven't trolled me one bit. I haven't been censored or uh, flagged or anything. So um, I do believe when they deleted me, the next week was when President Trump had uh, Zuckerberg at his office, uh, as he called him. He called him weirdo. And uh, he's like, I had weirdo at my office at the White House. And uh, he kissed my ass. Anyway, um, so, you know, I, we all know, you and I both know, they're cleaning out all these systems. They're cleaning out all these different companies. Um, it's all in executive orders. Um, but, you know, that's uh, that was supposed to happen that way. Uh, I told people, I told people. I said, hey, look, they're going to delete my profile, uh, but you need to see this. You need to see that they'll go after someone with a 17-year-old profile uh, that's been on Facebook long before they went uh, global, uh, long before they went public. And uh, so it, it showed people that, you know, it's like President Trump says, it's not me they're after, it's you. Mm -hmm. um, so I think people are slowly starting to wake up a little bit, but that's kind of my background. Uh, nothing, nothing fancy, nothing when you special. Say, um when you say it's not you that they're after, like him they're after is us, do you mean as in, um, like I felt the brunt of this big time, so I'm constantly banned on Facebook 30 days, uh, I'm on my fourth like YouTube channel, um, shadow ban on Instagram, you know, I'm literally becoming Andrew Tate 2.0. Um, do you think that like what you mean by that is that, that they're happy to use you as a pawn for everywhere else to share your stuff and then they go after everybody else So they because that's what, 
I seem to feel like because I get so many people say, oh, they got banned for sharing my video or something like that when it's just an interview, for example, whereas all the interviews oh, yeah, are all sure. still there. I think that, you know, when, well, once, first and foremost, the word conspiracy was created by the CIA, as we mm -hmm. talked about the indoctrination of America. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, you and I, we, we speak truth. And I don't like that word sometimes because so many people get confused with the word truth, uh, truth and untruth. Um, but we speak on topics that, once again, we either have a system or we don't. We either have a, a system of government or we don't. Um, and, you know, the system of government I talk about is not the one that's been controlling the one that America has seen. Um, it's the Constitution. It's the origin of our nation and what our uh, founders meant for our nation. Um, so when you take the word truth and you take what you and I have been doing and uh, different people that that have been talking about laws and orders and regulations, uh, orders, military uh, military life period, military uh, law, uh, separate than federal law. When you take all those into consideration, um, you know, that's that's what uh, you and I, different people have been doing on our Facebooks, uh, showing people the real truth, the real law, the real orders, the real uh, of what's going on right now. And uh, so, yeah, they're they're. I think they're using us in a good way because, you um, I, I firmly believe, 100% believe, uh, it's a covert operation. It's been one since day one. And uh, 47 U.S. Code 606 is, is actually titled War Powers of the President. It gives the president power to shut down TV broadcasts, internet, and also government use of facilities. Well, if he can shut them down, he can also control the narrative, uh, which I believe is what they've been doing with the, the quote-unquote mainstream media, uh, because we know those were the indoctrination um, syndicated programs. Um, so those have been controlled. So it's the same thing. Facebook is so big, people can't live without it. People have to get on every, every day. People wake up, first thing they do, nine out of 10 is check their Facebooks. So because it's become such a syndicated kind of version of, of a TV show in a different kind of context, um, you know, uh, they they know that there's going to be people like me and you that are showing people uh, because we have to get on every platform. As you, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure you have. I, I'm on like Telegram and Rumble and now I'm, I'm getting on Signal and I got on Parlor and it's like, you know, you, you're trying to, you know, just plug red pills everywhere you can. Um, you know, and so uh, Facebook, they knew it was going to happen. And uh, but, you know, I think they're showing people once again that you're not as free as you think you are. Mm. Um, and if you don't stand up and fight for it, uh, you know, America is like we call it is a piece of paper. It's a it's an idea on a piece of paper. It's in the Smithsonian in a little glass box. But if you don't fight for that every day, if you don't put that to work every day, um, in your communities, your towns, your cities, your states, your your country, then what you're going to lose it. It's like that old saying is about freedom. You know, freedom. Uh, you don't realize what your freedom means until you're about to lose it. Um, and so people don't realize we haven't been really free for a long time. Like mm. when they're banning you for just put, posting a meme up, or if you put up a funny, I put up a funny meme of Elon Musk. Uh, about him buying McDonald's. Hey, Elon, can you get McDonald's next? This was uh, before they deleted my first one. And they shadow banned it. They they blocked it and said, this is false information. Just for sharing a funny meme about mm. Elon buying McDonald's to make yeah. the, the shape machines work. You know, mm. so 
Um, you know, little things like that should show people that, hey, they don't want you to have freedom. They don't want you to know the truth. Mm. And um, Do you think but, this is all part of it? As in, um, I know we talk about it being a covert sort of media operation that's controlled on purpose, but do you think like that's like, part of the agenda is, you know, we all of us aren't going to suddenly turn toward the light and go, oh, yeah, that's amazing. I want to go there. You need to see the dark before you see the light. And it's almost like what we're being shown now is already happened like two and a half years ago like majority of things we're just being shown it in dribs and drabs because it's already kind of happened yeah I, I completely agree with that i think that um it was all part of it to to wake people up because sometimes if you can't tell people the truth you got to show them the truth and that's the unfortunate side and that's what people don't really understand about um you know wars and things of that nature is that sometimes you have to do something that uh, supports the greater good of humanity and maybe lose a few on the bottom level and that's that's bad to say that one way but people don't understand that so uh, a covert operation um, you know it's plenty of evidence in writing there's plenty of evidence in uh, visual operations to show that this is a covert operation um, so yeah you know the internet is a small tiny sliver of it uh, but even but it, it controls our lives. Um, it's controlled our lives for quite a while now. So, um, yeah, I would agree with that uh, from the standpoint of, you know, people, um, it, it don't matter who they are. Like they I mean, I had a guy come up to me in Brooklyn, New York at an event uh, a few weeks ago, uh, military intelligence and his own buddies, his own best friends don't want to believe him. Don't listen to him. He's a, he was in military intel. Um, and he wasn't telling them anything that was classified. Uh, he was telling them everything I've been telling them. Here's here's the laws. Here's the orders. Here's the regulations. Here's how we operate the military. Here's and his own buddies. Um, so, you know, th there's a prime case where he's not trying to even go out. He wasn't at that time trying to have a platform and go out to talk to people he don't know. Here's a guy talking to his own best friends and they think he's not necessarily crazy. But are you sure? Or, uh, well, how could this be so? And, you know. Um, so it's one Do you of those find that with yourself, as in like your own, like your own peers and your own, uh, you know, colleagues that you work with in the past. Have you found that like they've been more of the most difficult sort of demographic to talk to about all this because we've already gone through some extensive programming already, and then it's like chucking some of this extra two and a half years worth of programming from the media on top of that. It's a bit of a cocktail for an argument, isn't it? And that, for me personally, oh, yeah. last at the start of the last two years, that was like my biggest kind of battle was. Have, trying to have conversations with people and get you know it just to do things like the testing and then obviously when the shots all came out like all that kind of stuff like trying, just saying like look at this information it's not like it's never been um i you know game of i told you so and i, I you know i'm always very firm on that it's like we're just trying to share and show you the information of what these people who you don't know which are trying to rule over you are trying to do to you and your family and that's literally been it isn't it whereas i found that the the military and the ex-military have been the hardest, even though there's actually like a very small, minute part of my my own network, um, more, more so now, they're the biggest people that have been the hardest to, you know, get them to actually open their eyes to see what's going on. Yeah, I found that the same case. I mean, it's uh, it seems like it's more veterans than it is anybody that I, but, you know, like I said, I've, uh, my family was, you know, so, so they, uh, the, the thing is that most people have a hard time grasping, I think, is the fact that how can one person know so much information? But then again, it's like I told them, it's not, I'm not just one person. It's not like I hold all the answers. There's a, there's you, there's a lot of people out there like me, hmm. uh, who know this, 
Um, and now we're finding each other and we're, we're pulling together and, and we're showing people, hey, look, it's not just me. Um, and I never I never approached anybody like I knew it all. But I'm just like, look, I mean, there are some people who do have the capacity, though, to hold a lot of information as as uh, God gifted me with and God gifted you and your friend you were talking about. Um, you know, it's like I tell people, I mean, but we took our job serious, too, is also the thing I was trying to get over to them is that, look, I didn't just serve for a paycheck. I didn't serve for a GI Bill. I didn't serve for medical and dental and all the the privileges that the military brings us over here that taxpayers uh, put into it. And that's why I try to tell people, I'm like, you are the taxpayer who do and did and does pay for those privileges that I get. So you should want to listen even more so for the fact that, hey, I took my role serious. I took my mm -hmm. duty serious. I took my job serious. And, um, you know, and it's all like you said, it's all open information. It's not like I'm telling you something that that only I hold. And um, so I'm like, I had the most difficulty, though, with the veterans, because a lot of veterans didn't serve for the right reasons over here, because we do have so many privileges that come with our service. Um, a lot of people sign up because they didn't want a job, a real job. They didn't want to go to college. So, oh, I'll just join the military. It's like a stepping stone or, or a uh, or a, you know, like a reserve back here. Um, and, uh, you know, and that's not like, like I said, I tell people I'm not knocking their heart, mind, soul or spirit, uh, but we do have a military law. And that is what you when you raise your right hand in the U.S., it's under Title 10 of the Constitution, uh, same Title 10 that President Trump used to uh, to activate or federalize National Guard troops. Um, you know, so I'm like, same Title 10. Um, go read it. Um, but, you know, it's it is you get a lot of resistance. But, hey. As you know, we we've been we all everybody was indoctrinated and some of us beat the system. Some of us beat being indoctrinated. Um, and so it's a matter of getting people to read. And that's going to be very difficult. So that's why we use these podcasts and we try to say, hey, well, if you don't want to read, then let me lay it out for you. But at the end of the day, you know, when I lay out executive orders and acts and bills, those are things you have to read to tangibly see it with your own eyes and then apply what we're talking about but yeah there's a lot of resistance still mm -hmm. on that there's because i get a lot of emails still saying well what about this this and this and i'm like well that's in an executive order this you got to go read it um so i find a lot mm -hmm. of people still not want to 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 piece it together and understand how this is a blueprint that mm -hmm. for, you know forms a, strate a strategic operation yeah yeah absolutely and a lot of it is just lazy as well and the fact that they've well spent the last few years being dumbed down so it makes them even lazier like that is literally what it is like they generally want all the answers on the plate right there and then in the smallest form possible you know and right. even as like broadcasters let's call it in that capacity you know you know putting an hour and a half podcast out there most people won't sit and watch an hour and a half podcast unless they're generally interested in the topic and they don't right. want to a lot of the time they don't want to hear it because they're just they're worried about the, the big punch in the chest that it's going to feel um and i think that is a lot to do with right. it as well and pride and stuff like that and again um but i mean it, within your sort of military circles are you seeing a lot more people coming around to it i know i am on mine i'm getting a lot more people contact me um who, who are actually going through like quite spiritual shifts as well which is pretty cool um right. and we're having like deep conversations about that you know something we would never have in the military right you, you exactly. don't stand there next to your buddy in a bar and say yeah i'm gonna sack it early tonight got our uh, early morning meditation you know it just doesn't that's kind of, that's just not military speak is it but like mm -hmm. i'm getting a lot more veterans now that are contacting me and saying like 
bro, I'm feeling all this stuff and I'm seeing all this stuff and it's just making sense. Like, help me make it make sense. I'm getting a lot more sort of feedback like that. Is that the same over in the States? Yeah, I, I had a lot of uh, sergeants that uh, were on my uh, other Facebook. I'm still trying to get them all added to my new one. But, um, you know, they they were just basically, uh, you know, I saw them watching. Uh, you could see, especially on Facebook, you'd see who's loving stuff, who's liking stuff, and um, and who's watching. And um, especially my timelines and things like that. I put up the, a lot of pictures on the 24-hour timeline. And, you know, they were, like, very supportive. A lot of lot of veterans uh, in my in my uh, inbox, though, too, um, even outside of just friends. But I've got a ton of veterans that, that write all over the world, uh, not just U.S. veterans uh, that say, hey, man, thank you for giving me my voice back to my family. My family thought I was crazy. My family thought this. Um, and so, you know, um, as far as my immediate buddies, um, yeah, they've they've always felt something was up. Uh, even if they couldn't pinpoint it. But uh, once I put it together for them, they're like, they're they're actually trying to tell people themselves now. They're trying to mm. uh, be a pillar themselves, which is awesome. Um, and going to their families and their friends and saying, hey, you know, hang on, don't do not do that, don't lose hope. And here's what's actually going on. And um, so it's, it's amazing to, to get emails and messages from uh, individuals, even though you hate to say stuff like this, but I've had so many that, that were, even contemplating suicide mm -hmm. that they were like, Hey, you know, uh, because of their, their, uh, financial burdens, um, and, and with the, the rise of inflation taxes and everything all at once, uh, they didn't know how they were going to make it. And they thought that might be the best way out. So it's amazing to be, um, a pillar for that, to be a witness for that. Um, and as a Christian, uh, to be able to say, Hey, you know, first off, God's got this. And then two, um, you know, God's inspiring a lot of us, men and women. There's a lot of the, it's not just President Trump. Like I tell people, it's not just him. He's got over 800 world generals backing him. Those generals are divisions um, that, you know, people hear generals, they hear individuals. I'm like, no, that's generals and their divisions. Um, it's also National Guard, Civil Patrol, Department of Defense. You have defense contracts. Um, and then you have state militias. Um, and then you also have veterans. And uh, so I was telling a friend of mine last night, I said, the veteran, the, the veteran all over the world is going to help you before anybody will, because we we are trained in a different kind of light. We're trained in a different kind of uh, form and uh, we, we have different mindsets already. And even if a veteran don't know what's going on, um, they will take orders if uh, if someone that was a general said, hey, I need you on this mission, blah, 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 blah. They'll be like, what is it, sir? You know, that's how quick a veteran mm -hmm. will respond, even if they don't know what's going on. The veteran is for humanity before anybody else is. Mm -hmm. And that's not knocking anybody else, but it just shows the heart and uh, of a warrior um, on any kind of level that that most veterans will go. Hey, wherever you need me, I'll go. Um, so a lot more veterans are going to wake up and when they do they, you know, it's going to be a, a major rising force for us, but, um, you know, if they don't, they're still going to take orders, especially the ones that are in, as we know. Um, mm. so <laughs> we know how that goes. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think for waking the, up. Yeah, I think for the guys that are in there, and I, I assume it's the same for the U S as it is here in the UK, because, uh, you know, they've, uh, you know, apparently had their soldiers here, um, you know, training the Ukrainians and that. And th there are, you know, there's so much going on that it's just so confusing, you know, to even be in the force. I, you know, I speak, I've got family members still serving and speak to them. And it's just like, it, it just confuses the shit out of people on top of what everything that's going on else in the world. Um, and 
it's it's funny looking at the propaganda that they're being bought that they're, they're buying into with everything that's going on with Russia and Ukraine. Uh, and I know you like you pay a lot of attention to like all the flights and everything that goes on in within the, the United States and, and stuff like that. And, and obviously, you know, it's amazing. Um, have you been paying much attention to what's going on over in uh, Ukraine with with Russia and uh, all the fake BS that we've been fed? Because there's been a huge amount of it here in the UK. And I've literally switched on the, the sports news this morning to see that the Ukrainian Football Association are applying to FIFA to see about getting Iran kicked out of the World Cup in December, uh, November, December, because um, stuff to do, believe it or not, a human rights <laughs> acts and stuff like that. And I'm like, pretty sure the majority of the countries, probably half the countries, especially the United States and UK, were forcing mandates on people against their human rights and stopping people from working and earning a living not so long ago. Um, it literally blows my mind. Well, my, fir my first joke on that is like, why are they worried about football if they're in the middle of the war? That's, that's what I would tell the Americans that are blinded on what's going on. It's like, um, how do they have time for football? Mm. Also, how did Zelensky have time for a photo shoot for a magazine? Um, you know, so I'm like, I try to show people the optics around this stuff. But uh, the straight up gist with Ukraine is, is this. It's like I tell people all the time, you got to go back to the origin. And uh, if you don't, if you're just waking up now, if you're one of those that just woke up, you're not going to understand, but because you, you, there's a lot of history, as we know, and the past presents the future, as we always know, especially uh, with anything war related. Um, so, you know, the, the U.S. has had their hands in the Ukraine since George Bush uh, Jr. or W, as they call him over here. Uh, they're all corrupt um, and people are going to find that out very soon. Um, but, you know, the, the Ukraine. In 2014, President Obama, um, I call him Oslama Obama. Obama had uh, three executive orders on Ukraine alone. And if you go read them, I always tell people I pick on my own state in the U.S. because it's a southern state and it's a country state. I pick on my state over here and I say, hey, it's not going to tell you in Alabama hillbilly slang. Um, it's going to say it in legal terms and it's going to be very sly. And if you go read these three executive orders, it's the U.S. protecting their financial interests in Ukraine. Um, and the financial interests were not the, the interests of the people of Ukraine or the people of the United States. It's the people of we're doing this money laundering. And so if you look at the 2014 year as well, they did not have a presidential election in Ukraine. They plugged the president. Who was they? Well, why does Pelosi, John Kerry, Joe Biden, and uh, one other, uh, Mitt Romney, had, why did they have children working in Ukraine? Makes you wonder, don't it? No, mm -hmm. it don't make me wonder because we know what's going on. Uh, also in 2014, Joe Biden made seven trips on the U.S. taxpayer money in seven months time to Ukraine. The same year they didn't have a presidential election and the same year Obama wrote three executive orders for the financial interests of Ukraine. And then you got to tie in the fact that they didn't have uh, that where they haven't filed for border registration since 1992, um, three years after the Iron Curtain. Um, and then also um, they broke a CIS treaty in 2018 with Russia. They had a treaty they had signed with Russia and they broke that treaty 
Um, and I find that no coincidence that I actually, I'm the only one I think that had this picture on my phone. I broke it to the internet probably two months ago, but I have a picture on November the 9th, 2016, the wee hours of the morning after President Trump won the election. Um, I have the uh, picture of President Putin and President Trump side by side with Putin, quote, saying ready to work for, with Trump for the reset. And reset is in quotes. So uh, what is a reset? There we go. You know, it's like you, it's like there's the covert operation right there. And also in 2018, when when they broke this treaty, Ukraine and Russia, the same year, Putin is handing President Trump a soccer ball. And the yeah. optics around that are the balls in your court, Mr. Oh, President. Cool, you tell yeah. me what you want to do. And President Trump didn't start any wars. Therefore, he had Russia go in and take what was theirs because since they haven't filed for border registration and since they broke a treaty, that means that the Ukrainian land is still belongs to Russia because of, of we're going way back now to Soviet Union days and the USSR. Um, and, and people don't, you know, I mean, if they don't know the three branches of government, they definitely ain't going to remember the USSR. Uh, they're not going to remember the Iron Curtain. Um, and I was a kid during that time period, and I still remember that. I remember watching the TV um, and watching the, the Iron Curtain and watching all the standoffs and uh, this, that, and other. Um, but it's the same thing with Taiwan and China. And, you know, they're going to make a big deal out of Taiwan and China, and that's like that'd be like the 49 states trying to invade Rhode Island in the U.S. that's like 50, 50 miles wide and 50 miles long. Um, Taiwan is so little, and they're going to make a big deal of that. But uh, we're going back um, to. Do you think that's purely just to make a scare event? So to look, you know, to look at, you know, to create that fear, because um, everything's fear-based, um, and especially to the Western world, and they, you know, they talk about the big word nukes all the time. Yeah, no one's ever seen one, um, and they keep talking about it, talking about it, putting that fear into people, and then obviously the our Western media doing what they do will no doubt coordinate it big up this potential scare event so everyone thinks we're in the world in the middle of world war three um when we're actually clearly not yeah and i hate smiling about it but yeah you're correct it's yeah. a, it's the for the ones who are still sleepy and just refuse to wake up there's got to be some kind of scare event that uh wakes them up shakes them um anybody who's a christian or knows the bible the the israelites that were backed up to the red sea um they were all backed up there uh, they all felt like it was the end, um, and every single one of them had to adhere to God, had to 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 look up to Him and call on Him. Um, and so this is going to be one of those things because I, I mean it's really this simple in one way. Uh, there's only 435 members of Congress in the U.S. 435 people have ruled 335 million, and if people would flip that and go wait. It's really not that difficult to understand our government. It's really not that difficult to understand the systems. It's not that difficult to understand that only 435 people represent 335 million. If people would look at it that way, but they don't, they act like, oh, this is a lot bigger. This is out of my pay grade. Mm. That's all oh, I could, you know, I've heard people say that it's out of my pay grade. Mm. Oh, I'm just one know, person. I'll, yeah, I'm just one person. I will let Congress decide that. Um, no, you vote for the congressman. Um, so, you know, it's it's this same that mentality that we're breaking. Yeah, um, same here. It's so, the trust yeah. the doctor, trust the expert, trust the TV doctor, the TV expert. 
Um, obviously, we've seen it in every country now. You know, these people aren't experts; they're just um, put into position. You know, just like Mark Zuckerberg didn't, you know, create Facebook in the dorm. He's like a complete puppet. Um, as soon as the LifeLog project started, the exact same day, Facebook was invented to capture everybody's data. And guess what? We all gave it to them. So, yeah. you know, it's it, people don't realize any of this kind of stuff that this whole thing is with a massive uh, data collecting exercise, you know, for every demographic around the world to work out how you buy things, how you live, what puts you in fear, like all this kind of stuff, like what the health situation is like for each demographic. So they know what pathogens would like damage more people and how much chemtrail to use and how much 5G to use. Like all of it is just a massive attack on us, isn't it? It's a massive attack for sure. I mean, every facet I try to, and I try to put emphasis on the word facet. It's every facet of life. They have learned, like you said, learned us, learned our ways. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and it happened right in front of people and they distract people with stuff like that. We like, uh, sports, uh, TV shows, uh, movies, um, you know, certain kind of topics in the movies and certain kind of topics in the TV shows and, Chuck a couple um, so, of George Floyd's in everywhere as well. And, uh, you know, chuck, chuck a couple of false flags in there to confuse everybody a little bit more. Bit of monkey pox. I call it um, chaos. Uh, chaos and division equals power acquisition. I mean, it, and it does. I mean, it's like they'll prey on this group over here, rile this group up, and then this group's getting down over here, and then they'll go cater to them, raise them up. And this one, it, you know, it's just – and people will say, well, why would they do that? And I'm like, well – why do people murder? You know, why do people steal? Why do people cheat? Why do people lie? I mean, you're asking a question that's just, it's its rhetorical, but it's also um, in our everyday lives. I mean, mm. no one wants someone to walk in their house and steal something. No one wants someone to walk in their house and kill one of their family members. So uh, why would, what, think about it? You know, it's like I tell people all the time, the Bible says the lust of money is the root of all evil. Um, so when you have all the money in the world, I mean, it, people just can't understand when you have aircraft and you have uh, access to all of uh, the planet, um, you know, what that power is like. And so some people trip with it. Some people don't. There's some people out there who are billionaires who don't uh, do that. I, I've known a, a billionaire in my lifetime who was a, a decent guy, a great guy. But uh, there's a lot who do, though. They get that in their mind. Um, and, it, and it's just like with anything else. Uh, it doesn't matter what level you are. It's what your mindset is. Um, so, but if you do get to that level and you do have a malicious mindset, then, uh, you know, you're invincible or you think you are. Um, so when it got that way, I mean, we, we got examples, the, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, uh, Soros. We have a lot of uh, examples of it in the world and, uh, and they cover it up very well uh, because they got the money to cover it up. Yeah, Absolutely. And, um, you know, you just reading off some names there and then like all I could think about was Guantanamo. Um, in terms of obviously all the research you've been doing with Guantanamo and, you know, there's so many like telegram groups and stuff like that that post about all this kind of stuff. But you put a face to it and you openly talk about it and stuff like that. So, if, you know, for the benefit of the viewers and listeners that they've heard of Guantanamo from like the old days where obviously all the so-called jihadi alleged terrorists would be getting sent all the time. Um, in terms of its sort of more modern day use, like what's uh, um, what do you think is being used for now? Well, President Trump wrote an executive order on uh, the Guantanamo Bay and that it was uh, going to remain open. Uh, it was going to be expanded upon. And uh, we have uh, there's a lot of different sites out there that are construction type sites that talk about the expansion recently. Mm. Um, and it's so funny, you know, it's like. Uh, 
I like to flip this around with with why Biden isn't isn't president. First off, he's not even real. Um, he's an actor. Uh, but when you when you look at his campaign, quote unquote, this is why this is a covert operation. When you go back, look at the, the campaign of 2016 and then you fast forward to the, the 2020 campaign um, and you look at uh, the topics of 2016 and you look at the topics of 2020, um, you'll see that. Uh, Biden campaigns that, oh, I'm going to shut down Guantanamo Bay. Why was that such a big topic? Why would the people care about Guantanamo Bay? Why did he say he was going to shut down Guantanamo Bay? Shut down Guant he repeated it over and over and over and over again. So I tell people, like, okay, think about your everyday life. Most people, once again, can't name the three branches of government. So why would Guantanamo Bay be a hot topic to the American public? So there's a there's an optic for everybody. He said continuously, I'm gonna shut down Guantanamo Bay, Guantanamo Bay, Gitmo, Gitmo, Gitmo. Well, then you fast forward to um, when when people think he's president, all 2021 and up to present day, uh, February and September, he had speeches that he's gonna shut down Gitmo. I'm gonna shut down Gitmo. I'm shutting down Gitmo. It's inhumane. Da, 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 all these things. There was a reporter. Um, I can't remember what channel it is now. I have to go back. Look, it's a mainstream channel. Uh, she's down at Guantanamo Bay in September. And uh, she's like kind of looking behind her like, well, there's activity. It's still, you know, in and out, in and out, traffic in and out. Of course, it's guarded um, and they can't, they won't let them in there, uh, which is also a strategy. I uh, won't let the press in there. Uh, but you can tell it's active. Um, and then also in December of 2021, just this past Christmas, uh, for the U.S. Christmas, um, you had uh, President Biden, as they call him. Uh, I call him Resident Biden because he ain't real. Um, and uh, you got their their president is signing a uh, National Defense Authorization Act, uh, which he said, I don't want to sign. I don't want to sign. It's all over Fox and CNN. He strongly opposes the National Defense Authorization Act, which also kept Guantanamo Bay open if he was president. With one strobe of the pen, if Congress wouldn't do it, one strobe of the pen, executive order, he could shut down Guantanamo Bay, just like that. Why hasn't he done it? Um, so Guantanamo Bay, if you go look at President Trump's executive order, and the reason why his executive order is still uh, in operation or it's still active, as they call it, is because his powers was extended under Article 2 of the Constitution when he federalized the National Guard to active duty. I know that's not the topic right now, but I'm I'm showing that, you know, how it's how it's still relevant, how it's still in operation. And then you go look at these construction sites um, and then you look at um, a, there's a December 29th. I believe it is the day 2021 article on The New York Times, the famous New York Times um, says that Guantanamo Bay has a new secret courtroom that will start holding joint um, military tribunals trials in mid 2023. So um, that's not even this year, ladies and gentlemen, last I checked 2023, we're still in 2022. So if mm. Biden was going to shut down Guantanamo Bay and the New York Times is saying there's going to be military tribunals in mid 2023, um, it points to all roads of President Trump being still president because of his power being extended. So Guantanamo Bay is where we hold obviously uh, prisoners of war and different things of that nature. Um, and we will try a lot of people. Now there is an article out there where president Trump says we will hold tens of thousands, tens of thousands of prisoners. 
So um, as we know, um, those of us been following, like AJ and I here have, we know that that 95% of Congress is going to be wiped out. Most of them mm -hmm. have already been wiped out. Um, it's the first time in 100 years that there's not a Cheney, a Bush, a Clinton, or a McCain in office. Um, where are they at? Hmm, I wonder. Um, and so the you know, there's going to be going to be tens of thousands of prisoners in Guantanamo Bay. They there's articles showing legit credible construction site articles showing that a five hundred million dollar expansion, which was also in the New York Times article, five hundred million dollar expansion of courtrooms. Um, so. Uh, they added more space. They added more space for prisoners. Um, so where are these prisoners coming from? That should tell people right there that uh, we don't see any visual wars right now. And if people knew what Ukraine and Russia really is, it's not a visual war. It's a it's a uh, an optic for people. The only war that's going on in Ukraine, getting back to that really fast, is the biochemical labs being destroyed, uh, 46 of them. And Victoria Newland, who is Biden's press under what they call an undersecretary. Um, she uh, was on oath, under oath, March the 8th this year, saying there are biochemical labs in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. After all the 2021, Pazaki, press secretary Pazaki and Biden, all of them said there was not biochemical labs. Here's his undersecretary saying under oath that there are more than 40 biochemical labs in Ukraine. That's what Russia is bombing. Uh, it are the Nazi, Nazi-controlled uh, biochemical labs over there, which had ties to also China in the Wuhan lab. Um, so, you know, all these things are going to tie in, and Guantanamo Bay will be full, full of not only uh, some bad boys across the pond, but uh, mainly, I would say, mostly United States bad boys and girls uh congress military there's gonna be some generals there's some there's some traitors uh we've you know we're not eisenhower talked about the, uh, the military industrial complex i mean we're not we're not gonna escape it in the military we've had some traitors in the military i try mm -hmm. to tell people that all the time because um, people are human um and uh so people make errors and um, there's gonna be a lot of people tried for treason fraud and crimes against humanity which are all outlined in u.s codes as well yeah yeah absolutely i mean there's going to be a lot of people from over here i mean uh, like especially doctors and um doctors especially um and i know it's the same in america i've had some fantastic people on the show like and uh, we've really uh between, well, between myself and people in australia and america like just shown the sheer extent of the damage that, like that remdesivir has done for example to people in the hospitals where it's just completely obliterated their insides and they've all been obviously labeled as ovid um deaths and stuff like that like all these people knowing full and you know all, all cashing in on it like they're, they're all gonna you know pay, pay for what they've done uh, and i very much look forward to that day um but like with do you see do you see the midterms actually happening um november the 8th because i know there's a lot of talk about uh, things might happen between now and then do you see them happening if not do you see them happening early next year or a form of election I had a lot of few different theories on that. I had a great show the other day with a, a friend of mine, Major Freddie. He was in the military a long time. He was a major. Um, he also worked for a few three-letter agencies and uh, different defense contracts and uh, mage comms and things of that nature, like real high-level guy. And um, also a guy named Captain Kyle, uh, who was on Telegram, who I really love a lot, Captain Kyle Patriots. And um, uh, we had a 
it's always never less than a three-hour podcast, uh, which is awesome. Uh, we give a lot of information, and those guys especially because uh, they um, Captain Kyle's son with Special Forces, um, and then uh, Major Freddie, obviously, uh, all of his extensive uh, years in service and also with the agencies. Um, we've got, like, three different scenarios. I personally uh, think uh, Major Freddie's uh, – uh, he uh, he was like, hey, what if what if it's the military uh, standing guard at the polls? Um, and uh, they used to do this years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that was the, probably the most excellent point I've seen. Uh, I hear all these people talking about President Trump being arrested and this and that and other. And and if it happens, then there's obviously a play on that because uh, I, you and I both know what the covert operation looks like, the bigger, mm-hmm. as I call it, the shell of it or the 40,000 foot view looking down. Um, there would be some kind of play with that. But personally, um, I don't see why that would be good for society because you'd have you still have so many people who are asleep. So that would uh, incite a lot of, uh, you know, uh, fights on both sides. Uh, it would create more division, in my opinion. Uh, so I don't see where that would be to play on with that. And then um, shutting down the, the midterms, uh, unless there's some play on that with, with um, you know, like, I don't know why they would shut them down in a different kind of way for this reason right here. We already have the evidence. President Trump uh, wrote the executive order 13848 in 2018, which had an election fraud committee in it um, in 2018. Um, And so that, that, actual order specifically says inside of it um, for this date moving forward all elections um, so uh, you would have had the November the 8th 28 uh, let's see November the 6th excuse me 2018 midterm and you even had the November the 3rd 2020 presidential election which would have been covered in that order um, and Biden has extended that two years in a row it had a deadline on it and why would he extend an order? That has a that has an election fraud committee in it. When we know the only reason that order was written in 2018 is that they would have had evidence from 2016, because the military, as we know, has all the information. We have all the intelligence. Uh, President Trump wrote a ton of executive orders around uh, intelligence, artificial intelligence, cyber attacks, cybersecurity. There's a lot of orders there that back all these. And that's also why he ended the Air Force space program and created the independent space for, uh, program, which is a department of the Air Force, but it's independently operating. It's also why in August, this past August, the Army, the U.S. Army um, and all military branches transfers all communications to the Space Force for one command. Uh, Biden has never mentioned the word Space Force out of his mouth, not one time in any kind of uh, operation, even with the military. They have not let him uh, use that. So there's the optics for the people right there. Um, so personally, you know, I think that they they it, if they do happen. I think the military will be there. The other thing that's happened for people to see visually um, is just about every state in the U.S. has declared a state emergency um, and no one pays attention to what a state emergency means. Most people hear state emergency. They think of a tornado or a hurricane uh, in the U.S., but every state has just about it's just about every state has declared a state emergency for the last six months nobody's been paying attention to that um so a state emergency means the governor can call up their national guard to do whatever 
needs to be done um, with what the governor says. But you and I both know, anybody that's been following it knows that the National Guard were called up long before that. Um, and so uh, it depends on who's paying attention to what. Uh, but that would that would show the people that their governors did this, that therefore they cannot blame one person. Um, so that's a great strategy there, I think, can happen. Um, if if they were shut down, then then I think it would still be the military doing it from the standpoint. I think it has to be, I think we would see some visual, more visual for the people to see more visual uh, military because we already have all the, the data fraud. We already have all the fraud. We already have all the evidence of, and that's the whole reason those orders were written in the first place. Um, and then when Biden extended those, it there's a trap. There's a trap in executive order 13848 this got two options in there when president trump issued those three national emergencies national emergencies that went unaddressed by congress which was their job so they failed to do their job that's why he had to uh and he did it in executive order uh, 13912 and he did it in uh, same title 10 again 10 us code chapter 1209 he put in there that he was putting no more than 1 million National Guard uh, to federal duty um, and to, to not exceed 365 consecutive days. As you and I know in the military, people out, in the, and I've heard people say, oh, it's just 365 days. I said, no, it's 365 consecutive days, meaning that he can swap units in and out, give them relief here and there, here and there. So it's, it's the same thing as FDR did in uh, World War II where he extended his power as president. He served 13 years as president, Franklin D. Roosevelt. Uh, president Trump did the same thing. And uh, so we already have the evidence and executive order 13848 has a trap. He issued a national emergency in that order in 2018. How did President Trump know to issue a national emergency during a time where people thought it was a peaceful year, 2018? How did he no, to put a national emergency in 2018, long before COVID and long before the presidential election of 2020. It's it's really that plain and simple. So there's a national emergency in it. And then there's an election fraud committee, which they were to report after the presidential election. It's called a 4545, uh, which is a military term, as we know. Uh, you don't want a 4545 normally because that's a bad thing in the military world. Uh, it means you're getting extra duty. Um, but 45-45, and that committee was to report to President Trump. It's funny that the second 45 days, the 90 days, was a day before the original inauguration date in presidential history, which is March the 4th. Um, so that should show people as well um, that, that we're going back to the original Constitution. You got this trap in there. Biden has extended two years in a row. So that means that he either has to address a national emergency or address the election fraud. Well, the only person who can address the national emergency is the one who gave it. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, so there's a lot of mic drops in that. And uh, it just, it's, to me, it's exciting. And I know it's exciting to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're not making fun of people and we're not wishing bad on, you know, I try to emphasize, I'm not wishing bad on people by your paychecks and inflation and the taxes, but this is such a brilliant strategy uh, to make evil have to, expose themselves yeah, yeah. Um, to it the proves world. it doesn't it, it and for me like i mentioned earlier i think we're seeing all of this stuff's already happened like two and two two and a half years ago, half years ago. um and we're just seeing it almost replayed as optics to to wake people up like you're saying so 
you know, like you're saying, Gitmo's already full of all these actual people and we're just seeing actors on the TV constantly uh, or clones or whatever you might want to call them and what people might refer to them to. I mean, there's so much evidence out there of Biden not being Biden. I mean, you've got to be stupid to not see him, what, 2016, 2017 version to like now. I know people age people, but come on, like the guy looks completely different. <laughs> Um, oh, you got the ear, the earlobe. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, even Ancestry DNA and 23andMe, all these expert sites of our DNA. I mean, I tell you, you're either born with a detached or an attached. And I mean, there's just like your chin, uh, the original body, and he's got the he's got the little like a Chevy Chase dimple mm. uh, or the little chin, and then this one's got an indention. I mean, there's just some things you don't go in and say, hey, I'd like to have my bones re reconstructed here. You know, like, can you put a can you put mm -hmm. a big old valley right here? Or, <laughs> you know, there's just some things you don't do with uh, with your face being uplifted. Just, or we have the same with Boris Johnson here, though. Like, as soon as he come out of uh, the early days of the pandemics and that, when he come out of hospital after having a uh, life-threatening CAVID, um, it's, uh, he, come, he come back two weeks later, look completely different. You know, and uh, one of our guys, uh, ex Royal Marine, literally has got photos of him like all together, like over a short period of time, and he just looks completely different to what you see, to what we're seeing now. And and again, just like as it all drags out, people's perceptions and memories like kind of change, and it takes I think it's ninety days or so for uh, a large population to forget about a catastrophic event. So you know, like now, like no one talks about the Manchester bombings in England anymore. Like hardly, no one's even talking about like pandemics and stuff you know it's um so they very quickly forget about all the crap that we all got put through and the fear and the propaganda the job losses the business is gone all this kind of stuff and um, because they just replace it with something else every time and if you actually take a step back and actually look at that and pay attention you can understand why the whole george floyd thing happened the black lives matter happened all over the world again it's huge just a huge distraction we uh in the uk here it's the most pathetic political story ever at the moment. You've got Liz Truss, who was in the seat for 44 days. Um, or was it yeah, 44 days, 45 days? And then um, you've got Rishi Shunak's then come in, who didn't even get looked at the original time, and he's not even been voted. You know, he's a he's a multi-billionaire, like the or the millionaire, the blokes were the guys were 740 million. Why does he need 160k a year job? Um, it, again, it's just all there, it's all optics that. And I've been trying to explain to people like Liz Truss coming into the seat for 44 days is just so everyone can understand who she is. Because when all these things start coming out, which they're now starting to come out already, the whole country now knows who she is, whereas before they wouldn't have done. And again, which these people have to be seen in these positions, don't they, of authority or uh, superiority, acting all greedy and exposing the dark for what it actually is so you know it's absolutely you can see this is like one of the biggest military operations ever to expose all of these people in every country at the expense unfortunately yeah. from from you know from people but it's just always going to happen because as far as i'm as i'm aware as i understand it correct if i'm wrong what they wanted for us was to lock us down for a good two years or so and then have a you know miracle drug there at the end of it for us to come rushing to um obviously uh, Donald Trump obviously stopped that by bringing out Operation Warp Speed, which again, so many people around the world hate on him for because they believe that he did that on purpose to kill people. When in fact, it's completely opposite, isn't it? Completely opposite. And people are going to find that out. Uh, but yeah, you're correct. They they had a plan to keep us on lockdown to 2030. Uh, was the original plan? It's like a 16 year plan. Uh, 
And I know people can't, you know, it's it's hard for people to wrap their minds around that. I understand that one way, but at the same time, you you visually saw it. You visually saw that. You visually saw if they could wrap their minds around that it was a biochemical attack. Why do you and I, you in the military, I in the military, we we trained for that. We trained for biochemical attacks. That's why they put us in gas chambers. Uh, that's why they do certain training techniques with us for us to prepare for that um, if it ever happened. Um, and so, you know, people don't under, you know, I'd say people don't understand. They can understand it. They'll open their minds and grasp the thought that, hey, this is why we do this. This is why you get to see funny pictures of us coming out of the gas chamber or all these other things. This is why you get that. Uh, but uh, yeah, a 2030 plan. Um, and then, you know, the, then you flip it around and you go, well, you, you know, the terms we have it all, we've caught them all. Those terms are not typical presidential terms. Uh, you know, that President Trump said, we have it all, we caught them all, only I could catch them. Um, well, then he also said another very uh, crucial uh, quote where he said that, um, he said, the evidence of crimes, the crimes and the evidence of will be displayed to the public in full accordance to the law. Everything's law based. And as we know, that's what executive orders are. You have the acts that he signed. You have uh, all this legislation. You have the U.S. codes. Um, and the other thing that I try to tell people is what he's doing, the ones who are grasping it, uh, what he's doing and what the military are doing, um, generals all over the world, it's not just President Trump, there's a lot of people involved in this operation. Uh, what they're doing is taking every single executive order and every single act and every single thing that's in the U.S. Uh, law books that that uh, all presidents put into play. President Trump and the military are reversing that on them, and he's using all these orders that look like good orders. If people read surface read them, they'd think, oh, this is a pretty good order. If they knew what the order actually did, um, then they would understand that too. And then also in-depthly, um, you know, they're using the, all these and they're, they're reversing it. Because when President Trump also says, it's a mighty powerful thing to be president. Be careful what you wish for, Joe Biden. What he's saying is that that quote was saying, I'm taking every executive order and I'm, I'm going to twist it on you uh, because uh, Jimmy Carter, uh, they didn't sign a lot of executive orders throughout the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. There wasn't a lot, a lot of executive orders uh, on files. Um, and Jimmy Carter actually signed Executive Order 12148, which is called National Emergencies. It's a National Emergencies order. Um, and you go read it. So everything President Trump is doing is using all their laws. So they can't nobody point a finger at him either uh, with that because he's using every single executive order that they use to, to trip people. He's taking it from the surface side of it going, well, the surface says this right here. This is why y'all put this in here. Um, so he's using it for the, the, their, his surface reason, their in-depth reason, and twisting it on them, uh, which will actually benefit humanity, as he says, as he said this in a quote about a month ago. He said, the haters and the trolls don't even realize what we're doing will make their life great because mm -hmm. the original Constitution supports everybody. The original Constitution does include gays, straights, atheists, Buddhists, this, the original Constitution, because our founders 
Our founders were godly men based on Jesus Christ and Judaism, but they also separated church and state. They also separate. They wanted people to have their freedoms. That's why they fled from Roman Catholicism. They fled from persecution. They wanted people to have their freedoms. And so when people will, will apply that what President Trump and the military, the military mindset does protect everybody as a whole. And if people would take what you and I say more, uh, that's why I got on my high horse that day on my video where I was ranting that people call it a rant. Uh, but, you know, that's what I was trying to get over is that the military mindset does protect you as a whole. The military mindset does want you to have your choices and your freedoms and your liberties to the extent of what they truly mean by definition. So, yeah, they had this plan. Um, and once again, why, do, why, you know, when people say, well, why would they want to do that? I don't know. You know, that's a question like, once again, go ask every criminal behind bars, why did they do it? They're not going to tell you, oh, you know, like, oh, I just love to kill people. They're not. So, you know, you have to understand malicious is malicious. And when you see it, you have to stop it. You have to punish it. Um, and so, you know, like so many people want to ask questions like, you know, like people, well, how was God there? I don't know. You know, I don't know how he was there, <laughs> you know, but, you know, I, I tend to believe that, well, we're here for a reason, you know, so I tend to believe that there's something created this and I'm probably going to be wrong about the way I believe in God. Um, and that's okay. We're supposed to be wrong about certain things, but we do have systems. It's a man-made system. We created it, um, you know, in, in order to pay, you know, I tell people that those roads or these highways out there pay for themselves. No, they don't. Did the street lights in the city pay for themselves? No, they don't. Who pays for them? We do. So we know we have visual systems. So why don't we want accountability in them, responsibility, honesty, and integrity in them? That's simply all we're saying is that what, what we're doing is, is the U.S. and the world are in a, a joint operation right now to clean out all these facets. It's like a reset, as the quote said in that picture. And uh, we're cleaning out all these facets. And unfortunately, some of them are very filthy and dirty. The child trafficking markets, uh, the human trafficking, the sex trafficking, the drug trafficking, they got very uh, vile and dirty. Um, and uh, our military is seeing a lot of things right now. And our military guys are, and gals out there that are on these front lines, especially cleaning out some of these dumps and some of these regions, um, are going to uh, live with a lot of trauma the rest of their lives. So, you know, this is it's a um, you know, it's a big operation in a different kind of way. And it's uh, it's a humanitarian effort on all, all accounts. Yeah, absolutely. And um, obviously the trafficking is like still is to this day the worst problem in the world. And what a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of what we've actually put up with over the last two and a half, three years, uh, and even the bullshit in Ukraine, like it all sort of gears back to the same thing, which is child trafficking. Because again, I use Ukraine as an example, it's probably one of the worst places in Europe for it. There's two and a half thousand kilometers worth of tunnels underneath, you know, the land there. Uh, again, you know, everyone who's chucking money at Ukraine has no idea about that kind of stuff. Um, I'll tell you now, your money isn't getting to those poor kids that are being trafficked. Um, but also what does it do when they create war it displaces women and children to the borders, to these refugee camps, which are being governed by the Red Cross. Um, and they're all in on it. You know, that it's become a trade. It becomes an absolute trafficker's dream. These uh, these wars that they start. And um, it just basically extends their reach and the numbers. And uh, they can actually, you know, push out there in terms of the trafficking. And it's, it's absolutely awful. And like you're saying, what some of these uh, military members that are clearing these underground tunnels where, 
you know some some children, some of these kids have never seen the light of day have they have not and uh you know the other thing is uh, we have evidence of this. Military.com is a very uh, big outlet over here, and it's an outlet for all our military personnel. We read a lot of these. I, I know I get a, uh, I get an air and missile defense magazine every month, uh, but Military.com, June 24, 2018. There's 2018 again, but June 24th, article came out. Um, military, the Army spending half a billion dollars training soldiers because our next wars will be fought in mega cities not inside them but beneath them you know so it, it, they put it right in front of everybody but what are you reading so you know you and i are reading things like that you and i read those things especially uh being uh you know military and veterans but uh but how many people are reading military.com how many people saw that article not many and i understand that but at the same time when you and i relay that information people should go holy crap and this was 2018 mm -hmm. um so our next wars will be fought in mega cities not inside them but beneath them um so you know and and for people not to even comprehend that this stuff can even potentially exist um, you know, I understand that. But when we tell you that, yes, they do. Uh, yes, I took my role serious in the military. Yes, I'm an honorably retired veteran. Um, you know, I've had some of those, you know, come out on me and, they, you know, all these trolls out there. So I don't care. You know, I pull up my pull up my picture and I'm like, here's my retirement honorably retired you know so it's like you know of course i became known for my name so it don't bother me that my name's out there um so you know i'm, I'm like well honorably retired Derek johnson here um but you know it's like it's it's just sad though in a different way that that people can see panic they can see chaos they can see confusion uh they know something's not right uh they know biden don't speak like he should he uh he, he can't even form a complete sentence they see this stuff but yet they don't even I mean, how do you not even question that mm -hmm. um you know so even if you didn't know what you and i know and you didn't know this blueprint you didn't know all these orders and laws executive orders etc 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 um yeah i mean goodness gracious i mean you got to be able to see that this is different than any other time in history president trump's four years was different than any other time in history mm -hmm. and then these these years right now um but you know and i know people just want now 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 you know it's like i there's a commercial over here jg wentworth it's like it's my money and i want it now so you're calling a lender telling them it's your money and you want it now that's the way americans are with the world yeah you know around the world are like you know oh well if the military's in control why don't they step in now why haven't they already done it and i'm like do you really understand what war looks like no you don't do you know that there's battles in war? Do you realize drug trafficking, child trafficking, sex trafficking, human trafficking, money laundering? I mean, and there's all kinds of other uh, facets out there of things that have been happening. We're talking about the last 150 years in the U.S. when we became a federal corporation, but also the last thousands of years in the world of, of you know, regimes that built up and these families that built up. And there's people beyond Soros and Rothschilds and Rockefeller, there's billionaires out there. There's people that we don't even know their names to that have money um, that that have been part of these regimes. So, uh, you know, what they do is they chuck out a Forbes rich list, don't they? So the general population of the world think like our oh, Elon Musk or Bill Gates are the, or the royal family, whatever, are the richest in the world when there's literally people way above them that are controlling way all of, controlling all them that you'd never see. Um, and again, there's something I've been sort of explaining to people and showing showing people on the, the tour around the UK. 
just how deep this all goes you know and um but then it, you, i say to everyone but it all channels back to the same thing of where their actual beliefs lie all the way at the top you know which isn't god which isn't anything in a good way spiritual it's all about murder death kill that's literally all that's where their beliefs lie um and controlling us vermin humans as they see us yeah, I mean, and you know, and people, there's movies out there that depict this. Uh, there was a movie called Hostel, where you know, rich people get to go in and, and do stuff maliciously to people uh, in rooms, and you know, like mm-hmm. fill out their fantasies with, uh, you know, I mean, it was it was very gruesome and graphic. Um, I hate to even give it uh, patronize. It sounds like, but I mean, it's an example of of you know, when you have that much money, and you are that elite. Um, you know, you, you are, you, you, those people get invincible and the Bible shows you many, many, uh, parables of this. Um, so there's, uh, there's, all, and there's other examples in just our history period. Um, uh, and people aren't, uh, very spiritual. I mean, there's other cases. Um, so, you know, you get, you get billionaire status and beyond, um, you know, and you, you're anybody who uh, starts to fantasize or you start playing out these, these weird things in your mind, um, you know. It, it does happen. I mean, we, but we see it on just small levels in our communities once again. So mm. uh, you look at all the serial killers in our history. You look at some of the malicious stuff that happened. Look at look at even the Jim Jones, or, or, or I think it was, uh, you know, look at the ones who think they're God or something. Uh, and they get all these people to drink the Kool-Aid, as the saying is. So, uh, you know, and that people don't even realize, some people don't even realize when they say that quote where that's actually coming from. Oh, uh, you mm. know, they drink the Kool-Aid. Well, it comes from an actual real life scenario where a guy convinced people uh, that he was a prophet or he was Christ or whatever, and he got them to drink the Kool-Aid. Uh, I mean, so you you have it in in actual visual uh, history. Um, so you know, it, to think it doesn't happen on a grander level is is just completely asinine. Yeah, absolutely. And um, what would your message be to people? Sort of uh, what to look for, as in to pay really pay attention to over the next sort of. Couple, in a couple of months like leading up to the end of the year early january because i imagine there'll be a lot kind of going on well you know with the new york times putting out uh, about the mid 2023 so i mean we're past mid 2022 now um i would consider mid being somewhere end of july early august um you know so it's like anybody who watches any kind of court case uh knows there has to be some visual uh, things uh, leading up to those court cases because a military tribunal for people who don't want to read the I know they ain't going let me just re- rephrase that they're not going to read the 772 pages of the handbook of the military tribunals um, so those who don't want to read that or who ain't going to read it I'll put some slang on them here uh, you know you, you're going to have to see some evidence before that um, so a military tribunal is is basically a military court um, we're talking about JAG, but we're talking about it on the grandiose level. Um, so, you know, uh, it's, it's well, pretty much November. Uh, we might as well say um, November the 1st will be tomorrow. Um, so we're almost to the end of 2022, which is hard for me to believe that we're almost three years past uh, 2020, which is unbelievable to me how fast time flies. So I think the, the things to be looking for, uh, once again, because this this executive order one three eight four eight has been extended now two years in a row, it has a very important trap in it. Um, it's uh, the the national emergencies have still yet to be addressed. 
And the only person who can address them are President Trump because he issued them and then he federalized the National Guard to active duty. Um, so there's that. Um, and then the other trap is the election fraud. And as we know, there's another midterm here. Um, so um, depending on what happens next week, um, however that plays out, um, if it goes, uh, you know, if they go down or whatever it is, and then, you know, there's a red wave as they're saying is going to happen, um, then I believe that those red wave would then uh, start, um, you know, going in and um, seeing what happened in 2020 and, and speeding that up because President Trump told Joe Biden to be careful for the 25th Amendment. Um, and uh, so leading up to the, the military tribunals, um, and knowing all the people we feel like is going to be there and that are already there, um, I think you're going to see a lot of rapid fire um, evidence uh, coming out more and more. I mean, it's going to be names you know. There's going to be a lot of names you don't know. Um, so I think you're going to see some rapid fire of that. Um, and of course, uh, depending on what month this is, they're calling the mid 2023. I think you'll see some arrest right before it, visual arrest, which you and I already know they've already happened. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's uh, it'll be a, a visual for the people out there to see it. Uh, that that would have happened uh, way back. You know, I think they happened around 20 late 2016, early 2017. Um, I think the actual tribunals probably started around January, the first week that President Trump was in office, um, because we're talking about a lot of people. Um, so um, I think and this is geared mainly around things. the trafficking at the time, wasn't it, with the uh, the exact orders end? Because he said that they'd all be cleaned up. Like, yeah. And, uh, you know, and of course, I think that once again, it was a uh, kind of a domino effect. There, there would have been probably 50 key people from each department um, and also the media that would have been taken out that first uh, first uh, to set the set the tone and everything else would have been, uh, mm -hmm. you know, tribunal. I think it's been multiple tribunals throughout the last five years, period. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think they would have been able to cover them all. I think there's that many people that's going to be in it. Um, and then, um, you know, with the visual portion of it, uh, also what has to happen because there's so much classified information, they still don't want to be out to the general public. They have a 40 second delay um, in the in the actual trials as they're going on for them to uh, to to bleep that out, uh, whatever's classified. So there's a lot of time that has to be uh, adjusted in these these court cases. Um, so um, and, and then to have that many people. Uh, means it had to be a controlled operation. Um, so I think that people will start seeing more of the visuals of what we know would have happened mm -hmm. way back here, uh, because in order to actually see those trials, people are going to have to see some of the arrests and see um, some of the, uh, well, not some, but a lot of the evidence that, that led to those arrests. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that'll start unraveling really quick. Um, because do, you think do you think the queen of, uh, obviously, uh, the late queen, um is is involved in that because i know there's a lot of people that you know have actually said that they feel she she went sort of three four years ago um when the actual false flag terrorist attack happened on london bridge and they said at the time london bridge is down uh on that well, terrorist even, attack even the bbc said she'd been laying in state for four years you know, I know. I mean, you, the bbc just don't let that slip do they yeah. um so uh you know but, but other than that yeah uh well, the, the evidence is is here, um, and and when people when people go read not just my blueprint, but read all the executive orders, uh, and and 
you know, I've, I do have those documents, at the, the documents.info, you know, it's like I try to put them in chronological order as much as I could, but it's a lot of information, a lot of moving pieces. Uh, but when people really go back and watch from the 40,000 foot view up of what you and I are talking about, I mean, President Trump in 2017 was crowned. So he's crowned the king of Saudi Arabia. All right. In a sword ceremony. There's that. Uh, he, he he walked across North Korea. Haven't even Reagan didn't do that, uh, which we know why. Um, and then uh, you had um, he declared Jerusalem capital of Israel, which is very very biblical, especially for the Middle Eastern world. Um, and then he walked in front of the Queen. Uh, you know, so when you put all these together, and there's a lot more other things you could we could sit here and just talk about. But when you put those big monumental things together, um, it showed. Uh, and here's one more, the, the G6 or the summit uh, where he was standing in front of all of the leaders, like he was step one foot in front. I mean, he, you know, it's all there. So when you when you put that together, um, then you look at the queen. He turned dying. up late. He turned up late as well, didn't he? Like, and he just moved himself right to the front. And you could just you can see how. You can see that in the facial expression of like a lot of the these you know quote unquote leaders at the front, they're just shitting themselves, aren't they? They're just like in, in his That's presence. It. That's in, in our face, you know, our faces tell all. Uh, just like me you and can, you, you can we, see it. They don't want to be there, and it's, they're shitting That's themselves. That's right, and they know what they knew what was coming. Mm. Um, and uh, so it's one of those things where um, you know once again there's the force that that and there's a lot of men and women behind uh this operation that that won't even be known and probably a lot of them don't want to be known uh that are actually uh the ones that that are are giving him the reason to be have that smile on his face mm -hmm. um, because someone had to be the the front man someone yes. had to be the front and uh, they needed someone who was not a career politician they needed someone who was an outsider to the establishment um and of course we've known he's been groomed for this for many years longer than me and you've been alive uh president trump's been saying the same thing about china and all our uh, uh different people in nato he's been crushing them for years um so uh yeah so the queen um yeah i mean she's uh you know a lot of people that it's gonna be a lot of people that people never would have dreamt would have been able um and then there's gonna be some uh as we call white hats people who thought were traitors or people who thought uh, but they were playing a role themselves. They were playing. It's like you and I know about special forces and, and rangers and, um, and and any kind of Navy SEAL or any kind of special team. Uh, sometimes you have to blend in and play the part, too, to, to extract data um, and extract what you need. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, so I think we'll see that with people in Hollywood um, that look, yeah. all this time we've been thinking like, oh, they're like monster pedos when actually they've just been playing that role the whole time to. Then playing the, a role, drawing the attention to the fact that these characters or people could do that to kids, and then give us the impression that well, if that person can do that, let's say Tom Hanks, for example, uh, if that person in all these amazing family movies could do that, then who else could do it? So it then turns your attention to the possibilities, doesn't it? It's like it's like it's a really clever play on face character words visuals you know even the things of his instagram page like all that kind of stuff it's like very very clever 
Well, that's what I'm trying to tell people. I'm like, look, if there's bad psychological psychological operations, we can use them for good. It mm -hmm. it, it works in every facet. Mm -hmm. Reverse psychology works both ways. You can use it for bad. You can use it for good. Everything we have in life revolves around good and evil. Um, the Bible even says what man makes, man makes evil, God can make good. I mean, so it's like we have these facets. We know this happens in everyday life. So, yeah, you know, the queen, she's um, she, everything's going to be exposed, as we know. Um, and, uh, you know, she, she didn't just, she didn't just die recently as we know. Um, and, uh, of course there's, there's a lot of other optics around that. I break down the September 1st speech by Biden and, and pulling all the optics around that, which also has a queen. And so there's a lot of optics there and there's a lot of visual for people to put together. Um, but you know, I know that it, once again, it, it's a lot of information, but, uh, when you do pay, piece it all together, it forms this, I mean, biblical monumental historical blueprint of a world operation. I think we're, you know, you and I both, uh, probably about the same age, somewhere in the bracket. And then you look at, look at what we read in history, there were dark ages and then there were enlightenment periods. Um, and we're rolling out of a dark age, in my opinion, and going into an enlightenment mm -hmm. period, uh, a great awakening. Um, and so, yeah, there's a, you know, it's going to be uh, a lot of people are going to uh, have some rude awakenings per mm -hmm. se, but they're also going to see some of these guys that they thought were um, bad actually were playing this amazing role and part and were actually very strategic. And, um, you know, if there's ever such thing as a, a lifetime achievement of a, uh, you know, an, an Emmy or a Golden Globe and all of them put together, some of these guys deserve it, you know, because they, they did. They've they've held straight faces. They've gone into hostile uh, zones and areas and different things and different kind of facets, and they rooted out evil in their own way too. So we all have a part to play, and and that's what's happening right now. We're I call it torching the barn and killing the rats. So mm, that's exactly what it is. And uh, you know, I think the uh, the amount of people now that actually want to throw that match on the barn so to speak is you know growing but in, in its numbers very very vast i'm seeing it in my own sort of smaller circles and wider circles the amount of people that are like slowly waking up asking better questions more open and susceptible to new information i think as a level of consciousness raises they can accept the information can't they i think that's been the biggest thing i've talked about many times on the show how you know that you know, one of the big tactics was ferociously dumbing people down so they could be put into fear and confusion and stuff like that, you know, through all the shit and the food and the water and chemtrails and all the rest of the frequencies and stuff. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's it's been a, a huge tackle on that, and, and and well, the children more than anything, which is what I think people are now starting to realise, like especially as you've got kids having heart attacks in classrooms and um, you know, which has never been heard of or seen before, but. Mate, so much information we've covered today. It's like you know we could probably cover many three-hour podcasts itself. Like, um, but it's um, where, where's the best place for people to come and check out more info um, that you're getting out there to the wider world? So yeah, I'm, I've I've got a lot of fake profiles out there, so I'll try to reiterate that to people. It's like you know I've got one Telegram. It's a rattle R A T T L E rattle trap seventeen seventy six. I think it's got 76,000 followers. That way you know which one is the, uh, th there's so many, uh, there's there's some that, that have a lot of followers, um, and, but they're fake. Um, mm -hmm. And then um, I have a one Rumble account, which is the same Rattle Trap 1776. 
Um, I have a true social. It's the only thing I've ever got my name at. It's at Derek Johnson. <laughs> uh, so that's the only thing I've ever gotten where I didn't have to put a space or a period or an underscore or some kind of number. Um, that's so true social. And then, uh, of course, I have DerekJohnsonCountry.com. And then I just launched a new site. Um, it's called The, or The, however you pronounce it, wherever you are, T-H-E, The 1776Nation.com. And then there's still the, the documents.info, uh, but both can be found uh, on uh, the, the 1776nation.com. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of the my gist. I'm, I'm, of course, I joke too. I'm not on I'm not on Tinder or Bumble or OnlyFans. I know it's just, there's so many, and there's people who have created all these groups. And um, I'm not I'm not a you know I already have enough uh, you know trying to control my own uh, pages. Um, out there and of course i do i'm still trolling facebook like i said i've got i've got a 1776 nation page on facebook um that they haven't flat anything luckily so we'll we'll see i keep posting uh it's a lot of stuff that i was originally posting and i think that i think that it's showing that they're uh they're pretty much cleaned out now mm -hmm. i know that uh zoe zucks lost a hundred billion dollars in the last year so um i believe uh i believe they've gotten that straightened out so uh, but those well, are only sites I yeah, have. Yeah, if it um, didn't keep banning me and they played ads yeah, on that on my, on my on my podcast, he could have made more money, couldn't he? Okay. He could have. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like you could have mine and your videos could be monetized big time. Like, <laughs> but yeah, but it just know. goes to show, just goes to show you how much of a controlling mechanism money is, doesn't it? Uh, I mean, you think of uh, the attention span we're talking about. I had that one three-hour video get two hundred five thousand views. I mean, that's a that's a lot of views for a three-hour video. Mm. Um, he he missed a big opportunity. So anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, people are going to see, like we said, that these these people yeah, are going to be very much shown for what they are and what they do and what they've done to humanity. So I'm very much looking forward to that day. Um, Derek, mate, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, thank you on behalf of everyone in the uk and uh the wider world and you know the people who follow the show from australia new zealand all over europe you know south america thank you for your service you know thank you for everything you're doing now because it's literally like step above like from what i've seen at the, minute, the, the intricate detail that you put out there to do with like the, you know the different flights and stuff like that and like saying all the research you've done military.com the institutions the executive orders you know there's not people out there doing that so to have somebody like yourself on a global level do that and get that information out of the way you do like it's absolutely phenomenal and you know i'm so glad to finally be able to get you on the show to be able to share all that information mate so thank you very much well thank you for having me and thank you for what you do too and uh thank you for all the people watching uh, all over the globe i mean we're once again it's uh i'll say it for the united states military one team one fight right uh so um we gotta we've just gotta keep getting the people out there and um, so uh, it's a blessing to be able to 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 do this and be here with you and and thank you for your service too, um, you know and thank you for your continued service because that's what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, guys and girls, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, I, I'm sure that you, you know I definitely did. Um, I'll be put, uh, there's going to be loads of little content snips going out from this. Like, uh, be absolutely fantastic. Please support the show and keep doing what you're doing, guys. It's really important. And like Derek said, you know, between us, you know, we've had a fair share of getting like. To the platform to so many places but getting this information out to people is like absolutely vital you know we don't we just sat here for almost 90 minutes um you know just having this chat for no reason like this is genuine research-based information that we're trying to get to people to stop more people being harmed and to wake people up to the 
reality of like what's actually happened on this planet and you know what continues to happen uh, so please do keep sharing it uh, likewise guys if you haven't done so already please check out my uh, private uh, connection group called insiders world uh, it's a fantastic platform we've got people in there from all over the world uh, connecting now on a daily and weekly basis i run weekly community calls i do weekly meditations for people to start the week off in the best possible way um, we've got an uncensored platform for everybody to chat amongst themselves, a resources center for you to escape the matrix from all the bullshit they're trying to push in you. And it's got loads of live events coming up, including a massive Christmas party um, that I've invited everybody to. So please check that out, insiders-world.com. Um, but until next time, from me and Derek, look after yourself. Keep sharing the information, guys. And I'll see you again very, very soon on the AJ Roberts Show.